I have a mic there. How's it going, everybody? Happy Easter weekend. I'm your host, Becca Marie. The forces of evil, the globalist, the deep state, the cabal, the technocracy, the corrupt media want to divide and conquer us. Freedom-loving patriots, MAGAs, and those clinging to their guns and Bibles. I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you're listening to Freedom Speak. We are proudly unindoctrinated and wide awake. I'd like for you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can click on the radio replay link and listen to the playbacks of any of our previous shows, and also check out the resource page. You can get the podcast of this show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us questions or comments, you can email us at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And now you can not only listen to us, but you can watch us live on our live stream. And we're streaming every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon on Facebook, Twitter, and Rumble. And everything is up and running this week. We resolved all the issues from last week. And we also have a call in line. The number for that call in line is 505-444-5059. If you're listening to us on KDAZ Radio on Saturday 1 to 4 p.m., you can't call in, obviously, because you're not listening to us live. (laughs) Anyway, if you want to watch the live stream and you're listening to us live, you can uh, go to freedomspeaknm.com and click on the Rumble link there. That's probably the best, most reliable way. I'm highly surprised that Facebook has not blocked us yet, but they haven't. <laughs> anyway, Stella, how you doing today? I haven't decided. It's kind of early in the morning for me. How are you today? I'm I'm hanging in there. I, I know the allergies have been completely kicking my butt the past few days. Mine too. Um, so I'm hanging in there. Thank goodness the wind is not blowing today, so I feel a little bit better than I have been feeling. So I'd like to start out a little bit today. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, have stated that the United States of America has devolved into a banana republic. Let's start by first defining where the term originates from and what it means. A banana, banana republic is described as a politically unstable country with an economy dependent entirely on revenue from exporting a single product or resource such as bananas or minerals. Is generally considered a derogatory term describing countries whose economies are controlled by foreign-owned companies or industries. Or like if they're pretty much controlled uh, by China through a puppet uh, president, like what we got going on now. The term public banana republic was coined in 1901 by American author O. Henry. wonder if that's the same guy that uh, the candy bar. In his book, Cabbages and Kings, to describe Honduras while its economy, people, and government were being exploited by the American-owned United Fruit Company. 
the societies of banana republics are typically highly stratified, consisting of a small ruling class of business, political, and military leaders, and a larger impoverished working class, which is looking more and more like the United States these days. By exploiting the labors of the working class, the oligarchs of the ruling class control the primary sector of the country's economy, such as agriculture or mining. As a result, banana republic has become a derogatory term used to describe a corrupt, self-serving dictatorship that solicits and takes bribes from foreign corporations for the right to exploit large-scale agricultural operations like banana plantations. I think we can certainly make the case that the United States clearly now has a working class that is required to follow the law and a ruling class in which they are above the law. The Democrats in this country are in power, and if you support them, you live by a different set of rules. Many of the Democrats in power have been there for decades, which is comparable to what you might see in a communist dictatorship. These Democrats allow real criminals, such as millions of migrants, drug dealers, sex offenders, and alleged asylum seekers to flood across our southern borders illegally. They ignore the Hunter Biden laptop and the mounting evidence against the Biden Biden crime family for raking in millions of dollars from China's Communist Party, Ukraine, and Russia. Why are there not shouts of outrage? from the Democrat Party accusing Joe Biden of colluding with China, Ukraine, and Russia. Why are there not shouts, well, why is it not called into question how billions of dollars of our hard-earned money are being sent to Ukraine so Ukrainians can have pensions and walking around money? They ignore how Hillary Clinton shelled out thousands of dollars to a law firm so it could hire a former British spy to dig up dirt on Trump during the 2016 campaign. She charged the money for that scheme during her campaign as a legal expense, which paradoxically is apparently one pretext for Trump's indictment. Let's not forget the summer of love in 2020 when leftist BLM rioters and Antifa thugs were burning and looting American cities. Not only did Democrat politicians endorse and excuse their criminal behavior, Democrat mayors and district attorneys refused to prosecute them. Vice President Giggles, a.k.a. Kamala Harris, even helped bail the miscreants out of jail so they could continue their crime sprees. What about all those people caught on camera stuffing ballot boxes in 2020? Oh, that's right, they didn't exist. There was no election fraud. I've not heard anybody getting arrested for that. Don't you find it laughable that we are always hearing this bunch of criminals currently running our country say that nobody is above the law? Well, we have seen if you're a Democrat or part of their militant arm, you are definitely above the law. Unlike if you are people like Matt Taibbi or Elon Musk, in this case they get investigated by a weaponized IRS and DOJ simply for telling the truth and exposing corruption. Or let's not forget how Attorney General Merrick Garland targeted parents who protested at school board meetings and named them domestic terrorists. I remember how they used to call uh, President Trump a fascist. Remember that? 
Yet isn't it the Biden regime that has for the last three years threatened and coerced social media companies into censoring, canceling, doxing, and labeling misinformation anyone that had a different point of view? Isn't it Joe Biden that forced people out of their jobs for not wanting to be a medical experiment? With absolutely no evidence, former President Donald Trump got accused of being a Russian asset, endured a two-year investigation by a senile old guy by the name of Robert Mueller, in which millions of dollars of taxpayer money was wasted and absolutely no wrongdoing was discovered. He got impeached twice. One of those times was after he was out of office, which I don't even know how you do that. And now he has been indicted with no mention of any actual crime in the indictment. So here I am, watching a nation that was once the envy of the free world deteriorate into a banana republic where lawless, political totalitarianism and tyranny are the rule, not the exception. It's a country in which the party in power, the Democrats, are weaponizing the nation's law enforcement agencies and any other federal bureaucracy they can convict and imprison their number one challenger and enemy, Donald Trump, so he cannot defeat them in 2024. This is how we do politics in the United States now. Rather than try to run a good campaign, because we know that Joe Biden is likely going to be hiding in the basement again, He's not going to be running any real rallies. Um, you know, we might have half, half a dozen people show up like last time. But nobody really likes Joe Biden, including the Democrats. But yet there are a lot of people that will vote for him regardless. So I've got in the studio with me today, I have Stephanie Lord, which a lot of you guys know, and also a lady by the name of Ramona Goolsby. Say hi, Stephanie. Do I have to? <laughs> yes, you do. Welcome, and you ladies. Have, and you guys even have to be on camera. See what I just did? I know. I see that. <laughs> I'm trying to, still trying to recuperate from the session. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> and Ramona, yeah, how you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. So uh, we're still in the process of organizing things in the studio. I'm going to have four mics eventually, but right now um, they're just sharing a mic today. So got to excuse that. So, um, I don't know. Um, what do we talk about first? I want to talk about this arrest of Donald Trump. Okay. Um, am, am I next? Is this why we're talking about this? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> yeah. Sorry to break the news there. <laughs> um, I read this indictment, and it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It, it doesn't actually state any crime. Have you guys read it? I have, I, I've read through some of it. And, you know, here's the thing. No matter what, they're going to come after him because he's the head of conservatism right now. And, yeah. and they're just going to go after him no matter what. I don't ever anticipate this ever stopping until they completely take him down. So, okay, I'm, what I'm going to do, all I need, uh, supposedly 34 counts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the insane thing. And I'm all I need to do is read the first count. Okay. Because... The other 33 are exactly like the first one. <laughs> the, the, the defendant in the county of New York and elsewhere or on 
or about February 14th, 2017, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof, made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise, to wit, an invoice from Michael Cohen dated February 14, 2017, marked as a record of the Donald J. Trump revocable trust and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. Basically, he has been, and, and this is Penal Law 175.10, he has been indicted apparently on 34 counts of that. And and yeah, intent to commit another crime. What does that tell you? What what we're reading is mine. It's like, oh, what, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's kind of like the minority report. Did you ever see that movie? No. Well, basically where they were they were predicting future events. It's like, well, we we know you're going to commit a crime in the future, so therefore we're going to arrest you now. It's kind of like red flag law. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like that too. <laughs> but, you know, the thing that gets me about this is like with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime. So the name of this game right now is all about propaganda and intimidation, right? Yeah. It's anybody who's standing out, anyone who has a voice, we're going to come after you, we're going to audit you, we're going to make your life miserable, we're going to try to come after you at all times, we're going to, we're going to try to do everything we can to silence you. And this is all this is. Oh, they found this one. Oh, this is it. We finally are going to get him on intent to do something. <laughs> and th that's all this is, is just propaganda to make him look like he's an evil person and to take his rights away and to make sure that everybody's on board and nobody's following him. Well, here's the thing that I don't get. It's like, how did they get an indictment on this i mean is is this what the is this what the the um grand jury saw when they indicted him well i, I, I don't know what the grand jury saw but that you know they go before the grand jury to decide if there's enough evidence to move forward and they decided that there was the thing is you can literally charge anybody with anything it doesn't matter it's like ringing a bell you can't unring it it's like when you're in the courtroom yeah. and they say something horrible and egregious about you and they say oh, oh I, I rescind that it's already been said so the fact that they're doing what they've been wanting to do all this time was just lock them up this is all that they're trying to get to they're trying to get the people to see that oh we finally got him it doesn't matter what the unbelievable are. well the the isn't it the district attorney that's been after him uh as an attorney for hundreds of years he's had well no yeah, you know, i was against him I, well here's the thing i was reading this about that 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 uh, alvin bragg i guess that's his name i was reading about him and that apparently he only started going after trump after trump became president before that uh none of that happened Right. There, were, there were lots of people that were friends with him, and then as soon as he became president, boom, they went the opposite direction. Right. Because we can't have that. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, no. We can't have you saying this or doing that. We have to stop you. We can't be associated with you now. So it, it's, you know, it's like anytime you get elected for something, everything changes. People change. They, they change the way they react to you. They change. They scrutinize everything you do, everything you say. And I'm actually not really surprised by any of it because that happens when you become elected official. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you just asked for it, becoming an elected official. You said, bring it on. Bring it on. Yes. I'm Stephanie Lord, and I'm now a target. Come get me. Literally. <laughs> so... Uh, I am. I am actually today. I'm also running the cameras, so I've even got more stuff to do here. And um, and she's tangled up. She's and tangled I, up and in I, the and cords. I'm watching. <laughs> you know, you, you you should see the you should see this studio right now. Okay, 
So every week we're like plugging in another thing or another cable, and and thank goodness that Ryan Penfeld has been uh, Penfold, 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 right, right, Ryan, Pen, Penfold Live. <laughs> Has, has been helping me out with the video stuff. And so I, I told Ryan, I said, okay, Ryan, I says, you know, I, I, I don't have anybody here helping me with producing this show, so I got to be able to do this myself. So we moved everything. So I'm, I'm running the cameras now, too. Like, I didn't have enough to do already. But, you know, it's, it, it's just kind of becoming muscle memory, and I'm getting, getting used to doing it. Anyway, uh, Anything else you want to do on the Trump thing? I mean, um, I've decided I'm going to become a Democrat because I'll be like Teflon. Everything will just slide right off me and I'll never get in trouble. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. <laughs> By the way, you guys, if you uh, our phones are up and running today, if you want to call in and uh, and comment and join the conversation, uh, the number is 505-444-5059, and uh, the phones work awesome. We tried them out last week, and uh, so we got them up and running, and um, you can join the conversation now. So Yeah, and we really want to hear from you. Yes, we, we do. what you have to say. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Stephanie? No. Believe yeah. it or not, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. So I, I found an interesting article here um, about the uh, – it, it, this, this article, it said, man who posted Hillary Clinton meme found guilty for interfering in 2016 election. It's like, What? Well, he attacked a Democrat. What do you expect? Yeah, he did. He did. (laughs) It's crazy. It's like, isn't that freedom of speech? Isn't it just satire? All these memes and stuff? Why do we have to worry about it? Well, that's what the guy did. Apparently, it was just satire. Let's see. I'm I'm fine. I got the article here somewhere. God, I got too much crap open on my computer. What was that comedian, (laughs) Kathy, that was holding up Trump's bloody head? That was a meme. Nothing happened to her. Nothing happened to her. I mean, mean, you would think that that, that, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was thinking, are are we reading her mind that she wants to chop his head off? So why is it a crime? Right, wasn't she indicted? Again, Mm -hmm. you can only be in trouble if you are conservative. If you're a Democrat, you are above the law. That's just what I've learned from being a politician. You can do anything or say anything you want and you'll never be held accountable well nice so so this guy is an online influencer and he posted a meme uh of hillary clinton and this was in oh and they're saying that because he posted this meme he was interfering with the 2016 election and it, it, it this is insane and he they're was still sore losers well, yeah, you're right. They are. I completely agree. It, it, it says here, a man who posted memes about the Hillary Clinton campaign during the 2016 presidential election has been found guilty of one charge of conspiring against the right to vote. <laughs> like, what? And they want to give him 20 years for that. <laughs> do, do you have the memes that this person put up? Because this is so ridiculous. I haven't even looked at him yet. Because how, how can you be arrested for putting a meme that would interfere with an election? How? how? I, I know how? they're not showing the memes on this, on this article. Because it was on at. social media and more than one person could see it, more likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. It's insanity. Yeah. Um, says here, Douglas Mackey, also known as Ricky Vaughn, was convicted today by a federal jury in Brooklyn of the charge of conspiracy against rights stemming from his scheme to deprive individuals of their constitutional right to vote. Okay, now, how is posting a meme to social media uh, 
depriving somebody of their constitutional right to vote. Is that... Oh, you know what? I think I did see that meme. Is that one where he said, go vote the day after election? I Yeah, I think but he did I've something seen, like but that. I've seen Democrats do that. Yeah. I've seen their memes. So how... I get, uh, all right. <laughs> what about personal responsibility? You know? What about personal responsibility? If, if you're going to go vote, shouldn't you know when you're supposed to go vote? I, I, yeah, you can say anything. And, you know, if you're, you don't know that you have to vote a certain day, what, uh, why are you worried about the next day voting? Okay, that's what this is. Yeah. He made a meme that said vote the next day and send it in via text. But they did that with Donald Trump as well. Mm-hmm. And nobody got convicted on that. So I, I mean, he wasn't going around stealing ballot boxes or anything, for God's <laughs> sake. You know, he just put up a little meme. Stealing ballot boxes? Well, that would, that would be interfering with elections, yeah, well, wouldn't fill, it? Filling them up would also be. Well, yeah, yeah. That would be easier than stealing the whole thing. It depends on the, if you were into a conservative district. Right. Oh, you know, this gets better. On election day, 4,900 people did text that phone. Text that phone. phone. Oh my gosh! Really? <laughs> it says here that this guy is uh, is going to be sentenced on August 16, and he faces a maximum of 10 years in prison for posting a meme. I mean this this is the Ministry of Truth at work. Yeah, and what they're trying to because uh, I'm looking it up on political. What they're trying to get is that they're saying he actually influenced the election. I'm sorry, but if you don't understand what voting day is, you have no. If you don't understand what voting day is or when it is. I don't know how to help you. No, I don't. I don't either. I don't either. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see here. Although the Justice Department has prosecuted many other forms of election interference, such as violence, Mackey's case is a historical first in that alleged falsehoods are being argued as a form of election interference. Now, you know, if you could reach that far and say that that is preventing that is that is preventing somebody from voting election interference can't they pretty much deem almost anything election interference i mean is that where we're headed here so here's the thing i want to know did they go interview these 4900 people to see if they actually believe that or were they just joking around right i mean and and if you don't understand the voting process maybe you shouldn't be voting you don't have any business there yeah <clears throat> no i agree so let's see here. They're saying um, conspiracy or satire. The DOJ, based on that meme and records of online discussions between Mackey and his peers, charged Mackey with conspiring against the right to vote. Oh, my gosh. Well, what about all of the people stuffing the ballot boxes? I mean, wasn't that conspiring to uh, disenfranchise people's right to vote? That's different, though, right? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that article will be in my uh, in my show notes. <laughs> so, I found another article that came up too. You know, um, when it has to do with this whole freedom of speech thing, it seems like that's what we talk about a lot nowadays: is freedom of speech. I mean, freedom of speech. The first, I mean, the First Amendment in general. It, it just made it okay over the past few years to just trample all over it. I mean, that's that the, the Rona scamdemic just justified all kinds of things. And once the barn door was open, all the horses are out. 
More like the pigs. <laughs> the pig. Yeah. The pigs are out. <laughs> the yeah. pigs are out. <laughs> Who let the pigs out? Oink, oink, oink. Oink, oink. <laughs> so, so that kind of reminds me of somebody else that is was one of the first ones to really get censored. It, Julian Assange. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did that guy do wrong? Did he steal classified information? Or was he simply given stuff that he, once it's out... He was yeah. doing his job, for God's sake. Well, yeah. yeah. That was all he was doing. He was being a journalist. That's it. Yeah. So it's frightening because I went through and read a bunch of the WikiLeaks, and they're still out there. Yeah. It is frightening to read this, the emails to Hillary Clinton. If you go in there, and I read a lot of them. There, I just kept skimming through them on how incredibly inept she is and that she had a journalist that was actually telling her what to do and what to say. I just read this. Here's the things you need to say. And her writing back, I don't understand. And him saying, this is what you need to say. And you need to say this about Trump. And you need to say this about when she went after, um, there was another guy running against her that was Jewish and to attack him for not being Christian. I mean, all that stuff is in the WikiLeaks. And when he exposed, when you know all that stuff was exposed, you're done. You're done for in this country. It's frightening. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, this article, it was from uh, a website called The Guardian, and, and I posted that I tried to post that link on my Facebook page. Facebook flat out blocked that from being posted. Now, you know what I did? You know, I got really sneaky. I figured out how it worked. Number one, I like if I'm going to like uh, bash Google or something like that, I always like spell it G and then the at symbol and the yes. at symbol and G L E. Um, but what I did was, okay. So I went to the went to the website for that link, took a screenshot out of it, and posted the graphic. <laughs> That's what you have to do, or you got to put something in the middle of that, or you need to say .com or something. You have to get around it because they will censor certain things. Come up, and like boom, censor. Oh, it's insane that you have to do that. It, it really and, is. You know, all the journalists now are saying, oh, "How can we do our job? Like, are we are we really going to bring this to light to the public? Because look what happened to Julian. I mean, he's still, in, you know, he'll be doing time. I'm sure he'll be doing time." To shut him up. And I highly recommend that people go, just go to WikiLeaks and just start going through stuff. It is, some of it's boring, but a lot of it is extremely eye-opening on what goes on behind the curtain. Yeah. I, but I think we're, all of us have been aware all along of what's been going on behind the curtain, but what happens to them? Nothing. That, and that's the problem. There's a lack of accountability for a lot of these people. And, and the richer and more powerful you are, the less like, you know, they're like the oligarchs of, of United States. They just never get in trouble. They can always get off. That's why I want to, I need this Teflon coating because as a lowly house rep, you get in trouble. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. And overridden. Overridden. They override everything. <laughs> Gaveling me down all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> this is my committee. That actually happened funny. So I remember this one. Lisa was just, this is my committee. This is my committee. This is my committee. <laughs> wow. You know, you know when uh, Kevin McCarthy took over the house a while back, you know what I would have loved to have seen? Now this would be something that would go in like a Hollywood movie or something. I, I could imagine seeing Nancy Pelosi sitting up there on her big high high chair up there with her gavel in her hand and then Kevin McCarthy coming up and just grabbing it and yanking it out of her hand. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that. Me too. I think that would have been the best thing ever while she's all, and I love you said she's in her high chair. <laughs> yeah, in her high chair. I like that fantasy already, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, that's the end of the first segment. Uh, in the next segment, I, I've got a, another article I was looking here in which yet another train has derailed, 25 car in Montana. And an interesting thing about Chinese nationals 
possibly sabotaging the train tracks. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at perkinsprotectiontraining.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road Northeast, call us at 505-292-2020. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We're here with our guests today, uh, Stephanie Lord and Ramona Goolsby. 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 Make sure everybody's mics are on. There you go. I've become quite the multitasker since I've started doing this. Yeah, it's pretty amazing watching you there. <laughs> she only needs two more sets of hands, I think. <laughs> That's just two more sets of hands. <laughs> I, I was talking about this last week. You guys would not believe how much, you, you know, if you're watching, you, you see you see the board behind me. You see a monitor, but you don't see all the other stuff that's surrounding me here. <laughs> but I'm getting it down. Yeah, she is. So anyway, so 
you know, these train derailments. It's like we didn't hear about all these train derailments until recently. And, you know, there was the one in East Palestine, Ohio, which was really awful. And, and they pretty much just kind of ignored that mostly. Um, your conservative news sources were talking about it. Um, and a lot of people up there are really, you know, they've pretty much totally been screwed. I mean, their property values have gone gone away. Well, who would want to live there after that? Did, I, you, yeah. did you see the seven, I think it was seven CDC workers got extremely ill? I heard they about that. They got very sick. So this is way worse than they're saying. They're, they're mm-hmm. trying to downplay this whole thing. And why are there so many all of a sudden? Well, I think I've heard that they were, we, they were, you know, we had train derailments that just didn't talk about. Because they didn't have any nuclear stuff carried in them or whatever. So they've always been train derailments to a point. But now they're overwhelmingly, but they're carrying bad you know, nuclear products and stuff that are bad for the environment. I, I have not seen any nukes because that's what my husband does. He does the transportation nukes. There's nothing but nukes. It's just waste. There's chemical waste products that are in these. Um, and that's very distressing that all of a sudden this stuff is now derailing. Why? Why now? And if they're saying it's happened before, why didn't we hear about it before? And why? It just it seems Yeah, I don't odd. know if I'm buying that explanation. I, I really I don't. don't. I, don't, I don't buy that one either. I think, I think there's something else going on. You know, because and and there was one I heard about the other day in which it 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 went off, it derailed off the tracks, and then it instantly caught on fire. And it's like, okay, does that really happen? I mean, just like in Hollywood movies, okay, in Hollywood movies, anytime a car crashes or like goes over a cliff, it, it almost up. it blows up, it explodes before it even hits the ground usually. And it's like that doesn't really happen, you know? Right. It, it, it doesn't really know, happen. I don't know. I. I See, I'm a facts person, and I need to see some data, like what is happening, why all of a sudden has this been happening before? Can you prove it to me? Why are these things suddenly falling off the rails? Do we have a problem? Are the rails all messed up? Do we need to rebuild them? Is somebody sabotaging them? I'd like to kind of know all these things. Well, they're blaming the Chinese. The Chinese are sabotaging them. We're blaming them for everything. Well, it's not, it's <laughs> we not the Russians now. <laughs> it's the Chinese. Hey, you know, Russia and China, they're very tied in right now. So, Well, they said they caught a Chinese national with equipment. That could actually cut the rail. Yes, and I have a really great clip I want to play on on that one. He had, a, he had a wire cutter. Yeah. <laughs> a wire cutter. Here's the man right here. Here he is. This guy right here in this picture. A giant wire cutter. Giant okay, wire okay, cutters. listen to this. I want you to hear this. floodgates of fighting age males, including Chinese nationals, responsible for the sudden rash of train derailments? Well, earlier today, I spoke with an anonymous source who was a career law enforcement officer serving as a state highway patrolman for 30 years, as well as a detective in the sheriff's department. And he delivered some incredibly alarming news. The whole world knows Joe Biden's America has resulted in an unprecedented national security threat. With hundreds of thousands of illegals, including known terrorists, on watch lists coming across the border, we now have information that lends credence to more CCP activity in our country, clearly proving we have a serious national security threat. My source is reporting that two Chinese nationals were apprehended after being spotted alongside a railroad track in Hamlet, North Carolina, earlier this year in February. They were carrying tools and torches made for cutting through steel railroad tracks. 
And apparently the railroad police were actually made aware of the two men seen alongside the railroad tracks in Hamlet, chased them off into the woods, whereby the two Chinese nationals and their blowtorches were actually held until the FBI arrived. The FBI took the men into custody along with their torches and then instructed the employees at the railroad to remain quiet. Subsequent to this incident, about a month later in Wilmington, North Carolina, another incident took place when a locomotive engine derailed because a track was actually cut at an intersection. Fortunately, the locomotive was placed back on the track. No one was hurt, but the track was intentionally cut at a major intersection, which could have had devastating results under different circumstances. The news media would have you believe that the shutdown intersection is simply for track repairs and inconvenience to people commuting. But the National Transportation Safety Board, who arrived on the scene, tells a completely different story. Once again, the federal government's National Transportation Safety Board, who was deployed to investigate, told the railroad employees to keep a lid on this story. In fact, it was made abundantly clear by some of the references made to employees about their personal gaming habits that the U.S. government was actually watching them. If you ever saw Snowden, you know that the U.S. government has the technology to spy on you and your communication and online habits. America, let this be a warning to you. The United States government is working with the CCP to systematically destroy America from within. They will not stop until we are all rolled up into the new world order. Derailing our trains and sabotaging our transportation infrastructure is all part of the plan to lock us down and into 15-minute smart cities. We must stand together, keep each other informed, and if you have a tip, please send it to right now and at protonmail.com so so anyway so <laughs> so they apparently caught some some chinese nationals cutting the railroad tracks you know you notice when this had like east palestine it's like when that disaster happened i mean it was no time at all wasn't it like literally just hours and they already had trains running through there again and and we're never given any explanation as to what happened and but yet, and if, yet, yeah, mm-hmm. if you notice, the FBI is walking around threatening everybody that was in the area, like right. the, the firefighters or whoever, first responders, mm-hmm. keep quiet, remain quiet. What is the FBI, what are they worried about being quiet? We should be advertising why this happened, you know, to prevent further train derailments. But FBI says, shut up, be quiet. And we know your gambling habits and we know this. And wow, <laughs> a bunch of threats. They're Gosh. like the men in black, you know, they yeah. show up. Only they don't have a, a flashy thing to say, okay, everybody just look at them. Right. And it's like <laughs> not, not, yet. Yeah. not yet. Or maybe they do. Who knows? Because nobody would be able to tell about it. Right. That's but right. But I'm not surprised because I was just reading here the Chinese spy balloon gathered more uh, intelligence than we know about. And we didn't stop that. We just let that damn balloon. So anything is possible at this point. We anything. We've got Sleepy Joe over there, you know, not paying attention. So I, I don't know what's going on. It's I, I so don't, scary. I don't know. I think the spy balloons were from more than the the train, you know, the Maybe train. Maybe that's what they, yeah. <laughs> they I just feel sorry for the poor, poor two little Chinese guys that are walking around with their equipment and they made victims out of them. You know, like these guys, they got, they have to blame it on someone, but I feel sorry for them. They I probably had nothing to do with it. I don't, I, we, and you know, the thing is, as evidence comes out later with mm-hmm. the Freedom of Information Act and then we find out things, it's so redacted and we're like, so we still don't have the truth on what mm-hmm. happens. Gonna... We'll never have the truth. Yeah. By the way, if you want to call in, 
444-5059. You want to join the conversation, uh, give us a call. We'll put you on here. So, uh, yeah, we don't know what's true anymore. That's the problem. It's like, it's like, who's the real enemy? We don't even know. I mean, the U.S. government is doing things to us. They're lying to us about things. They're covering things up. We have Russia invading Ukraine, and then Russia's making a lot of really uh, interesting claims as to why they're doing that. Mm-hmm. I've been very, very open to that all along. It's like I've had some people get mad at me about that. It's like, well, how do we know the Russians are really the bad guys here? It's like um, because they've been making some pretty good claims that, um, okay, they have a reason to be upset. Um, and then we hear about things in the past in which the Ukrainians uh, definitely did uh, the government bomb their own people and and that sort of thing that oh we got a call coming in okay hold on a second here let me oh i wait i know who this is <laughs> what are you doing tamra is it tamra it's, it's tamra it's our buddy Hi, tamra. tamra are you there tamra she's just giggling Hi, over there Jeff. Hi. <laughs> she does that all the time thank you very much Stephanie, thank you very much for all you do oh, for you. the New Mexico people. Stephanie's awesome. And God bless you. So what's on and your mind, Ramona, Tamara? I see you, <clears throat> well, and Ramona, I see you quite often, and I thank you, but thank you again for all you do oh, for the New Mexico people. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Tamara? <laughs> Tamara, can you hear me? That's about it. Can oh, that's yeah. about it? Can, can you hear me? <clears throat> Yes, I can. I can hear you. Okay. Well, thanks for all you do. Exactly. She goes to almost everything. She's I out. Know. She's all over the place. <laughs> she, she is, and she'll live stream for us from the Sandoval meeting. She'll she'll be up there getting that all uh, online. That's pretty cool, actually. You know, she she was uh, when when I was out there helping out uh, Audrey Trujillo with her campaign. Tamara was out there too, and we were out there collecting signatures. Tamara would be out there just chasing people down, getting those signatures. That's her. I mean, I mean, That's her. She Come can, back here. She can work a room, I'm telling you. Yeah, she sat with me at the gun show at Rio Rancho yes. during that. So, yeah, it was it was good. She cracks you up. Thanks, She's like, no, no fear. She's like, here, get back here. So are you watching us, Tamara, or are you just listening? No, I'm watching you guys. And also, Becca, um, well, John knows, Veltri, but... I also live streamed their entire put homeless and illegals in your house thing, build onto your house or put a casita in Bernalillo County. Do, in your do you know anything about that? She was telling me about that, Stephanie. I, I had not heard anything about it. I've not heard anything about that. Something either. about where they're trying to force people to take illegals into their homes? I, mean, I, have, I haven't heard anything about like that. Nothing. I, I, they're I, not saying illegals. And homeless, uh-huh. but this one lady tried to say about the homeless, yeah. and they shut her down right away. But it's Albu- on Albuquerque or something like that it's called. I talked to Joshua James about it, and he said it's um, Keller's wife is the head okay. of that. Well, I'll try to find out about that, and if I can come up with some good stuff, maybe I'll talk about it next week. Did you have something to say, I, Ramona? No. Okay, you look like you were... <laughs> I was just moving the mic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anything else, Tamara? But I did live... I did live stream the whole entire thing, and you can hear everything that's said pretty okay. much. Okay, I'll check it out. Oh. All right. So anyway, well, we'll catch you yeah, later then. Saying it for okay. Okay. Right. okay. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. 
505-444-5059. That's our number. Let's see. Oh, I have you guys been to the movie theater lately? Any of you guys? No. Okay. No. I, I, I see <laughs> no. a lot of movies. I, I, I saw, just stay at home, make my own popcorn I, that isn't $20. I, I went to like, I, I really, really, I think I broke my own record. I went to three movies last week. Ooh. I wow. saw John Wick for The Jesus Revolution, which is fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I, I recommend it to anyone. It, it had me in tears half the time. And then uh, the other one was... His Only Son? No, I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen it yet? No, I'm planning on seeing I it. I want to go see it too. Yeah. Yeah. I, why am I not? Why is the other one not clicking? It'll it'll come it up. Will. It'll, 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 it will. Later in the show, randomly it, just yeah, pop out. Oh, like, oh, there it is. Yeah. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the reason I was thinking about that, you know, all this wokeness garbage that they're <laughs> trying to force down our throats. It's like it's everywhere. And they've got an Amazon commercial that they run at the movie theater that I just don't understand it. Okay. You got this teenage girl. And she's getting ready to go out or something like that. And she looks at herself in the mirror. And I kid you not, this girl has a mustache. I mean, we're not talking about a straight... She's got the workings of an actual mustache. And she's looking at it. And then uh, she's thinking about doing something about it. And then she searches online and finds a Freddie Mercury jacket and gets that. And she goes out and she's proudly displaying her mustache. It's, what, it's not only what, the you, movies. You, it's on. It's on cable. What, what? What's the message there? I. I. I that a mustache is okay. I. I. I, I don't. Know, I can't even describe why, but I. I felt rather a little bit disturbed by it for some reason. I. I don't know why. I. I. I, I haven't seen the commercial, so I got nothing on it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's. It's a very interesting thing in our society right now, where we're pushing. A lot of things onto people and there's there's a big difference between saying okay like course it a big thing pride that's fine you want to do a pride thing however when you start making a point of if you don't accept this you're evil you're bad mm-hmm. that's where it becomes a real problem because i have the right to say I, i'm going to profile we had somebody at an event recently i profiled this guy I profiled, he had a long trench coat on, he was very suspicious, he was wearing a pentagram, and we were at a meeting that was going to be on a very touchy subject, and I profiled him. And sometimes it isn't a bad thing, but I'm just saying I don't understand why we have to be forced to accept Live and let live. Why did he have the long jacket? Did he did he actually flash anybody or no, anything it scary? Very, it was very strange, but... Yeah. You know, so one of my very good friends is transgender, and she is a conservative and a shooter, competitive shooter. And she's amazing, and she is very careful about not pushing any of her beliefs. She just lives her life. Here's my shining example. I ran for office, and I won. I do my life, and this is who I am. Lead by example. Instead of saying, you must accept me, or you are X. Yeah. And that's why I love her because she doesn't push any of that. She's just like, I'm going to live my life the best life I can. I'm going to show you by example I'm a wonderful person. Isn't that what we should all be doing, though? Exactly. Yeah. And it's getting very frustrating when we have to accept things or we're judged. It's like a weird reverse racism kind of weird reverse judgment on people. And it's very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I've talked about this quite a lot over the past several weeks, Stephanie, and what they're, what I think they're doing is this is all part of, 
it's like they're throwing so much stuff at us. It's really, really hard to keep up. And and it's like I never run out of material to talk about every week because it's always something else. And it's like so what they've done is they're trying to get us at each other's throats. They're trying to turn us against each other. They're taking a they're taking a something that is a minor uh, percentage of the population using these people to basically um, push an agenda, turn people against each other. And, and what's happening is basically it's taking a group of people that would probably just like to live their lives and be left alone right. and putting a big spotlight on them. Right. And that is what's happening with my friend right now because she is transgender and she tries to be very careful about bathroom usage and everything else. She's just trying to live her best life. And I look up to her because she is not afraid to be who she really feels that she is and express that. My problem is, is if somebody says you must accept, pick anything, you know, if somebody doesn't like my tattoos, let's say they're super religious and they don't like them, that you know what? I, I, that's fine. I get it. That's between you and God. It has nothing to do with me. It's your values. But if you start saying, I'm a Satanist, I'm a horrible person, you deserve to die, and all that other stuff, then that becomes a problem. Or you must accept my beliefs over your own. I should be able to believe my own beliefs. They should be able to believe their own beliefs and just let everybody live in that live so we can live in harmony instead of this constant discord of fighting because one person's better than another and like with the trans thing that just happened in Tennessee it's our fault I'm seeing videos it's our fault because we didn't accept this person well you know what I got bullied too I was tall I had red hair a lot of us went through that when we were kids every damn day at school People bullied you. I can't imagine that. Oh yeah. Did you have a growth spurt? That uh, like after? Yeah, I did. I was like five ten eleven. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, see. Like me, it's like you know. People ask me that all the time, and it's like, no, I was actually kind of, kind of short for my age uh, until I, I got into high school, and then, you know. No, and um, and it's this thing you get. You get bullied as a kid because I grew up in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Everybody's beautiful there. Yeah. Like, how are you so perfect and so beautiful? <laughs> and if you're not, you're marginalized. Okay, so we all went through that, but I didn't end up wanting to kill people over it. This is a part I don't understand. So, I don't know, we, we have a lot of issues going on with our country of, of forced beliefs and everything's and no one taking accountability it's everybody else's fault that i became a shooter it's everybody else's fault that i'm this way because you made me this way no it's personal responsibility you got bullied you deal with it you recognize you're still a beautiful and wonderful person you move on with life but i don't know i guess maybe i'm just wrong well what they're doing is as like i was saying earlier they're taking these causes and they're weaponizing them and they're making these people's lives miserable and what's going to happen is, is they're going to, you know, like I even heard a guy from a from a a gay group the other day saying it's like we're not we're not for this stuff that's pushing this 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 right. transgender stuff on children in school. We're against this, and it's like this is uh, this is setting back uh, our, our movement to gain some acceptance by years. Well, could you imagine if I said strippers have rights and I want to have strippers half naked teaching kids to read books? I don't mm-hmm. want that either. Yeah. I want kids to. Have have this wonderful childhood where they're still pure and innocent they don't need to see anybody sexualizing anything it just reading writing arithmetic how to balance i understand what i understand what that guy said would like we're not for all that you know it's being pushed on everybody and made it look like we're doing it it's like the feminist movement it's it turns around and bites you you know 
the whole right. thing. Just teach kids, teach kids what they need to succeed or get into college. But teach them to read. Yeah, however, balance a checkbook. However, from being in politics, I can tell you when we get to that topic about mm-hmm. what's going on, it's all about the parents have no rights. And you will raise your kids to be racist. Therefore, we must raise your children. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's why they do the early kindergarten. The sooner they take them from you, the more chance they have to get into their little minds and control them. See, I've been against that early childhood education oh, all too. along from yeah. the beginning for that reason. It's mm-hmm. like, well, why do they want to do this? It's, oh, well, I know why they want to do it. They want to take a child during their critical bonding years in which they're bonding with their parents and, and they're learning the 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 morals and, and, and standards by which their parents live by, and they want to take them out of that home so they can indoctrinate them with what they want them to believe. And the sooner they get them, the better. Oh, sooner they get them. You mm-hmm. should have seen me in committee. I thought a couple of the committee members were going to get up and beat me up. My first uh, my first degree, I was I would up. never try to beat you up. <laughs> <Right>? no. <laughs> I would think twice. <laughs> so my first degree was early childhood development. So I know extensively about that all the studies showed, I, I actually pulled up an article from the New York Times, that it doesn't do anything. If you have a group of kids that went to preschool and you test them in the third grade and sixth grade, there was no difference between the kids that went and the kids that didn't go. It does absolutely nothing. So I said, and I brought up this article, and they were all oh, like, I disagree with you. And and I said, no, this, this is actual journal peer-reviewed articles. It doesn't work. If you guys wanted to support babysitters so that women could go back to work, I'm all for it. But don't try to present it as schooling it's not it's not beneficial just make it babysitting you go babysit the kids we're going to make some egg salad sandwiches and do puppet shows i mean that's it yeah but i'm i'm i that's actually science-based it doesn't do anything in the long run if you realize you know children the teachers have full access to your kids for eight hours a day more than a parent because by the time they get home you're they're just going to make dinner you know get them to do their homework brush your teeth get to bed and the teacher has them during the day they're during their learning hours you know right And, and, and i don't think and you know what i have met i've had quite a few teachers come up and say that they really respect me even though i i i want I want the teachers to have more autonomy because the teachers right now, their hands are tied on what mm-hmm. they can teach and what they can't teach. And there's some amazing teachers. And I think there's a whole bunch that are against any indoctrination. But when you start telling them, for example, in the PED meeting that they had where I went and fought, I was the only one up there to fight against where it said, we're going to teach kids about destruction of America by Spaniards. That is the most offensive thing I have ever heard in my life to be taught in New Mexico. But that is part of that indoctrination. Spaniards are bad people. That's what that was all about. And I went up there and made a huge scene and screamed and yelled about all that stuff. And it's something that's actually happening that they must now teach. And this is problematic because our teachers should not be teaching that. Well, what are the, have you talked to any of the teachers that are teaching this stuff? What do they think about this stuff? Uh, the teachers that have come up and talked to me are very frustrated with PED. A PED should be about PED, you need to go. PED yeah. needs to be abolished immediately. It should be up to each district and that school district to do what's best for their children because and, and for the teacher because maybe the teacher knows, I can't do this curriculum. They're not learning this. If I do it this way, they will. And this is something you teach them later at when they're at ready to go off to college as an elective. Here's an elective course, but you don't teach it to little kids. Also in the PED is using gender to start talking about gender in kindergarten. 
that is in the PED. If you go, it's right online. Anybody can go read it. I was the only person there as a legislator to fight the legislators, and I was sitting in the audience, furious about this stuff. But they're making the guidelines for the teachers, and they must abide by it, or they're out. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's like I remember when I was in school. I, I mean, uh, all the way up until, well, maybe I was a little bit of a late bloomer, but I mean. In elementary school and, you know, first, second, third grade, I, I wasn't thinking about that kind of stuff. It's like I, I I think back about that and it's like it never even crossed my mind. Right. And it's like I, I like what you said earlier. It's like you were talking about, you know, our, we need to keep our kids innocent while they're while they're little so that they can learn important things they need to know. They don't need to get their minds all clouded up with all this gender stuff. They do that on their own when they're 15. You yes. know, they don't need your right. help. Their, their hormones get <laughs> messed up when they get to be 11, 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The deep end. But, you know, it, I still stand firmly about I don't want anybody to sexualize anything for kids rather than school. I don't think there's any place for that. And I definitely do not think that little kids should be going to drag shows or being part of drag shows. I just, I, and I, do, I could you imagine? Well, that's if, adult entertainment. Could you imagine if you had a right. six-year-old daughter and she wants to be a stripper so i'm going to go let her strip at six everybody be horrified by that but why is it okay for a young boy to do that i don't understand any of that it doesn't make sense to me so well kind of like the double standard when it comes to um teachers like if it's a female teacher um that is doing inappropriate things with a male student Mm -hmm. it isn't really looked at, yeah, uh, but if it's a girl, it yeah, it's the other, if it's the other way around. And then, yes. and a, and a male teacher's, then it, oh my god, he's a he's a sexual child, sexual predator. Oh, they both are. Yeah, they both are. <laughs> they both are. Right. Anyways, I, we need to just get back to we need to get rid of PED. The teachers need more autonomy, and they need to just understand and take a breath that they could just teach reading, writing, arithmetic, and basic mathematics. If they want to get in that stuff later in high school and deal with that, that's on them. And have electives, I don't care. That's up to them and the parent. The parent might have to sign off. Yes, I want my child to learn that Spaniards are horrible people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you agree with this statement? Yes, I do. And I would like them to learn about this. You know, But it should be between the parent and the child. That has been, it's been taken away from such a long time that it's hard to bring it back. First, it was taking God out of the schools and church and uh, courthouses. Then it was taking away the parents' responsibility to correct your child, discipline them, teach them right from wrong. It's been going on for a long time. Do you know how long it's going to take to hey, snatch Stella, it back? That music is our sign that we need to <laughs> shut up. I just shut up already. <laughs> so, anyway, that's the end of hour two. Hang around for hour, uh, hour one. Uh, hour two, um, we're going to talk about uh, with Stephanie Lord about the recent legislative session. A lot of interesting stuff there. So don't go anywhere. You'll be we'll be right back. Freedom to speak with Becca Marie and Stella. <laughs> 